Big Thinking About the Future, from the IF Conference 2011. Patrick Blanc, botanist and landscape designer. The Vertical Garden, from Nature to Cities. Okay, so when I did begin my uh, vertical gardens, uh, because I'm uh, actually I'm a scientist working on the adaptations of the plants uh, to in the shade of tropical rainforest, but uh, uh, many more people know me about uh, vertical gardens. Uh, so when I did begin this uh, more than 40 years ago, it was not at all to, to make vertical gardens. It was simply an ecological point of view, my aim, was simply because I had tropical aquariums, and my aim was simply to have a kind of biological filter to take out all the excess of nutrients, especially nitrogen. Because you know, when you have an aquarium with tropical fish, you have excess of food, and you have dejections of the fish, so you have accumulation of nitrates. So in the uh, middle and late uh, 60s, uh, I, I, uh, I wanted to have a, uh, this kind of biological filter, so I did put uh, plants, uh, my mother plants, philodendron, I did take uh, from uh, my, my, my mother uh, flowering pots, I did take some pieces, some cuttings of philodendron to have the roots in the aquarium to take out uh, minerals, excess of minerals, I did see it was uh, really okay, and I did try to have more and more plants above the aquarium at the beginning, simply to have a kind of biological filter. Now you know that everybody, since about 20 years, is working, of course, with uh, the, all the natural elimination of uh, excess of nutrients uh, with uh, cleaning the water with plants. So it's, uh, this is about uh, since uh, only 20 or 25 years. But in, uh, uh, for more than 40 years ago, uh, nobody was speaking about that. So uh, I did begin this kind of biological filter, and then as its uh, plants were very well growing, I did put more and more plants above the aquarium, and it became a kind of vertical garden. But actually, it was not at all to make a vertical garden. And when I did make my first exhibitions, many, many, many years later, right, because my, my first work uh, was in a museum in Paris, a museum uh, of uh, science and technology in Paris. It was in 1986, so you see it's about 25 years ago. Uh, it was my first, uh, I did make many works in my home, my parents' home and friends' home, but it was the first uh, work uh, outside. And um, uh, it, there were the first vertical gardens, nobody was interested, actually. It was a, a good work. I did go to Guadeloupe, in the French Caribbean islands, to, to take plants and to propagate, to install on this, uh, these walls in this museum, but nobody was interested. And uh, later, in uh, 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 ninety-four, uh, so it means eight years later, in 19... 94, I was invited for an exhibition of gardens, and I did make my vertical gardens exactly in the same way as uh, eight years before, and suddenly everybody was interested. It's, uh, exactly, it was exactly the, the same as what I did uh, do in my home uh, 25 years before, or in the museum eight years before, but suddenly everybody was interested, and it became 
the officially vertical gardens. At the beginning, it was a biological filter, and it became a vertical garden. And the first uh, people interested in my work were actually uh, not at all architects, but people mostly involved in uh, contemporary art. So I was invited for many exhibitions in, uh, concerning contemporary arts, and I could uh, show my work in uh, different places. And later, architects went to me, and they were interested by my work, but much, much later. But now, of course, I work a lot with architects. So uh, hopefully, uh, as I'm a scientist, I uh, uh, go very under-specialized, as I told you, in a tropical rainforest. Uh, uh, I've been in many, many places of the world. And uh, of course, I, I work on the plants adapted to the shade, as I told you, in the understory of tropical rainforest, I mean between the ground floor of the, of the forest on about three meters, the plants will receive only 1% of light. So it means I did work a lot on the plant architecture because, of course, when plants receive only 1% of the light received by the canopy of the forest, of course, the leaves have not to overlap, eh? because 1%, if you overlap, <laughs> it means almost uh, uh, no, nothing under. So I did the work a lot on the architecture of the plants growing in the shade. And I did see many, many uh, uh, architecture which, when, an architect, when a biological architecture is efficient, usually for our eyes, it is beautiful. So uh, uh, I did see many, um, many many uh, works of uh, our mother nature uh, about the plants uh, which have very low level of energy and uh, with very, very beautiful and architectural uh, installation of the, uh, of the disposition of the, of, the, of the leaves. And uh, when I go uh, in, in the tropics, uh, so I see my inspiration is, of course, uh, mostly because I had opportunity to go since I'm uh, 19 years old, so a long time ago, huh? I'm, uh, almost 40 years ago. Uh, so I, I had many, many images of different kinds of forests, not only tropical rainforest, huh, but uh, different kinds of forests of the world. For instance, this is in, uh, in Thailand, and you see a very beautiful uh, uh, structure, which are, which are a mix of uh, algae, algae uh, fixing all the minerals which are flowing with the water. So you have these uh, shapes like uh, mushrooms. And uh, after, when you have water, you see that, of course, the plants in the middle, which receive a lot of water, are not the same, of course, as the ones here. For instance, here, it's a Pogonaterum paniceum. It's a plant uh, which is uh, called a small, small bamboo uh, for homes. And here is a plant of the nettle family. To show you that uh, actually a vertical garden has not to be simply uh, something flat. Uh, and here it's in Hawaii. And you see that uh, these shapes uh, of, uh, of the cliffs are uh, totally folded shapes, allow, of course, to have plants for the dark places, which are, of course, not the same as in the light places. Just to show you that vertical garden is not simply a flat structure. Some shapes you see in Ecuador, which are like a giant, uh, uh, giant bat. But you can see it's a, it's a, it's a plant of the morning glory family. Just to, to tell you that uh, all, actually all my inspiration is always uh, uh, going in nature. For instance, uh, last week, 
I was in uh, Curitiba uh, for a conference in southern Brazil. And uh, from uh, Curitiba, I did uh, go to, to, to the sea through uh, Sierra do Mar, which is a mountain with the famous Mata Atlantica, which is a forest, uh, you know, which is um, not very well preserved, but so, of course, uh, hopefully some parts uh, remain uh, uh, quite a good forest. And I did see, uh, it was three days ago, four days, three days ago, uh, many, many plants growing on the trunks, on the cliffs. So, uh, always I have some new, new images about uh, inspiration to, to, for my vertical gardens. So, so you see, for instance, this is in, uh, in Malaysia, and uh, you see uh, uh, it's alocasia plants growing on the cliff, and I try with my vertical garden to have this kind of natural things. You see also, it's not at all my work, it's uh, our mother nature, which is, uh, who, is, who is doing this. You see, just to show you that even in Hong Kong, it's a big town, but in Hong Kong, just 20 minutes from the center of the, of the town, you go to the peak, and uh, after 20 minutes, you are in a uh, protected forest, and you can see so beautiful plants on the cliff, like this Ardesia. This uh, begonia I did a find in the uh, Philippine Islands, in Palawan, two years ago, and I'm happy because it has my name, the first plant which has my name, Begonia Blanqui. It's a black, and blanc means white, so it's very funny to have a, <laughs> almost a black plant. Uh, so you see, <laughs> this is a felt on which uh, the roots of the plants are growing. So it's a felt made of uh, uh, old, um, uh, totally uh, uh, acrylic uh, material, so totally derived from petrol, and uh, it's, uh, it uh, cannot uh, be withering, it means it uh, can last a very, very long time because the oldest parts, like this one, are since 1982. So it means about 30 years old. This is my new home, so I have still an aquarium and I work just above the water because I have a huge aquarium under my feet. And you see in the patio, we have also plants everywhere on the windows. It's the same kind of habitat as the one we had uh, about uh, 10 or 20,000 years ago when we were living in, uh, you see, in caves or as a troglodyte habitat on the cliffs where plants were around the holes and you were, uh, so I think that my vertical garden uh, uh, are so so important for people, I think it's because in some ways it, uh, it's a kind of reminding of uh, our old habitat when we were living in uh, caves. So the first work in uh, Paris, no success at all. It was uh, 25 years ago, very well working. It was lasting for more than 10 years, but nobody was interested. And suddenly, eight years later in 1994, you see I was a little bit younger, uh, everybody suddenly was interested. It's a Cartier Foundation in Paris, and uh, I like this world because it's one of the oldest ones. Now it's uh, 13 years old. A work I did do also for contemporary art working, uh, you see with the floor in the middle, and I wanted something very natural looking. And of course, if you want to have something natural looking, you have to choose the right plants at the right place because the technique is nothing. It's a kind, it's a kind of floor mop you staple on a plastic sheet. So the technology is absolutely nothing. The only important thing is to know which plant you put in which place. Uh, very important work I did do with André Putman. She's an indoor architect. It was the first 
huge work, uh, more than 30 meters high in Paris. And suddenly, after, all the architects were interested by my work. It's very funny because at, at the beginning it was people from contemporary art and then designers and later architects. Uh, I did do also something, you, know, so, so, you see in this case, it's a, not vertical garden, it's a sailing covered with plants. In Sao Paulo, it was uh, five years ago, so it was a kind of double spiral to, to have an evocation of the evolution of the plants because primitive plants were at the beginning, at the end ones, and then more and more evo evoluted plants. You see, it's, uh, as I tell you, a vertical garden is not simply a flat thing. This is a spiral, for instance. For instance. The French embassy in New Delhi, where they cover four pillars with birds flying from one pillar to the other, and the, with the glasses uh, inclined like this, uh, the song of the birds <laughs> was very well reflected downstairs. And people did think I did uh, put a tape with the sounds of birds, but it was true birds. In my home, it's the same. I have many, many birds. Uh, in Bangkok, so you see uh, along uh, on each side of uh, elevator and uh, uh, this also work. So when I go in a different countries, it's very interesting because I can find plants I cannot use in, in France or in Europe because they are not available. And for instance, uh, this, uh, you see this anthurium with very long leaves. It comes from Colombia, but it's propagated in Thailand, so I could use it in Thailand. Impossible to use in Europe because nobody is growing it. See another view of a quite uh, old. When uh, people say I work only for very chic places, you see it's not, <laughs> not always the case. In Bangkok, also outdoor. Uh, the famous Quai uh, Museum uh, work I did do with uh, Jean Nouvel. Uh, four, five, six years ago, I think now. And uh, you see, of course, it's interesting because in winter, uh, you see the trees have no more leaves, but the vertical garden is still green. This is in spring. Eiffel Tower, you see, is very close, but all these images, you could, can see them. The work I like very much in uh, Kanazawa in Japan. Uh, the Museum of Contemporary Art is made by uh, Sejima. She's a very, very good architect. I like very much her work. And uh, so I did propose this glass tunnel on people going through my vertical garden, which is planted on both sides. Uh, house I did totally cover with plants in uh, Belgium uh, some years ago, so even the roof is covered with plants. Uh, just to show you that uh, indoor, uh, it was a lady, a friend of mine, and she wanted to buy a house, but she had a problem because just one meter uh, away from the windows, there were uh, concrete walls, and she told me, I can buy the house only if you can tell me you do something. And I did say, I can do something, and uh, so it's, uh, it's better. Uh, this is quite special because the, the lady is a very good friend, and you see she has scissors in her hand. Why? Simply because uh, she writes many books about plants you can eat, and she told me, please make me a vertical garden, but only with plants I can eat. So I did, make, and I did say no salads because you kill the salad, no carrots because you kill the carrot. I did say, okay, but only with herbs because you can cut and they are growing uh, again. So it's a wall only with uh, rosemary, sage, thymus, uh, uh, you see only this kind of plants, and every morning she comes to pick some plants. In uh, London, at, uh, at uh, the 
SkyTeam, SkyTeam Initial at the SkyTeam Lounge. So you see, it's interesting because the shape is uh, very well designed by the architects. I am not responsible for this shape, but it's very, very nice. In New York, uh, also, you, you can see at the cross of Lexington on 58, so you, you can see at night uh, a kind of a tropical rainforest in, in the street when it's very cold. Here, it's not far from here, it's uh, on Piccadilly, Asinion, uh, so they did ask me, uh, please uh, try to do something because it's not very nice, and uh, so I did uh, do uh, this uh, two, two and a half years ago. In uh, Madrid, uh, so the highest project I did do, but only at the top, it's Cesar Pelli. It's a tower, crystal tower, and, oh, sorry, I did do the work at the top, the 30 last meters at the top, so totally open to the sky. Here it was uh, uh, in the south of France, uh, you see a, a big bridge which was which was not uh, very nice, and the mayor of the town did ask me, uh, is it possible to do something? I did say, yes, it's possible. And uh, so uh, this, in Madrid with uh, Jacques Herzog and uh, Demeron, Herzog and Demeron, is a Kesha Forum, so uh, I did. Uh, so it's very, very interesting, uh, the, the contrast between the red color of the metals they did use uh, on the left side, uh, because it was an old building, and they did add this part just above, so it's, uh, I like very much this uh, work because uh, this trilo tri trilogy between the old, uh, old part, the modern part, and, uh, and uh, on the green wall, so it, uh, it's interesting. But at night, very important when you think about vertical garden, very important to think about night, what happens at night, because if you have no light, it's totally black. In a car parking, you are never waiting for life in car parking, but here you see the, the cars on eight floors, are going around the vertical garden. In Taipei, in Taiwan, in all the traditional building, uh, which is uh, the concert hall and the national theater. So you see uh, the, the scale is interesting for indoor work. It was a street in Paris, which was terrible because they did renovate all this part. And just in front, they had these old uh, walls uh, of buildings. So uh, it's uh, after work, of course. It's, uh, you see, uh, this after uh, one year of, or one or two years of growth. You see, with the design. So you see, it's uh, very, very high. In Singapore, uh, so interesting because I could use many species I could find in uh, nurseries in southern Malaysia and in Singapore. So very interesting. We work in San Francisco only with native Californian species. We work uh, zero energy in Paris, so I had to choose species without any additional light. We work in Hong Kong, so you see I did make all the design of the vertical garden. Just to show you uh, to, uh, about ecology, to, to, to try to, to minimize the effects of, uh, uh, of the sun inside the room of the hotel, so there are these blades separating the rooms. A work with Herzog and Demeron next year in Miami. A work I did propose in Athens. A work with Jean Nouvel for next year, the highest I did do with big panels uh, 50 meters high. Proposal for Dubai, but I'm waiting because Dubai, you know, they have some problems. Same as Athens. <laughs> uh, this work <laughs> I did finish two days ago in Bahrain. It was just finished two days ago. And uh, it's a green gate. Voilà.
For more big thinking about the future, go to iq2if.com.